Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Hello, and welcome to Raven International Media Production, the world's leading positive network. I'm Barclay Fisher, your host for Connecting to Your Greatness, where I will be sharing with you over 40 years of experience in finding TIPS for success. TIPS is an acronym that I like to use. T stands for technique, a way of doing something. I stands for any idea or inspiration that you may recognize. And P is for universal principles that have stood the test of time. Those things that have created your behavior and your values and all the principles that you have picked up over the many years. I believe there are two ways to learn. One is through personal experience, trial and error, good, the bad. And then there's simulating what other people have learned and the experience they have had. So my part here is to give you information so that you might want to assimilate that. And assimilate is defined as incorporating to absorb, to become a part of. So if you do that, it, you begin to own it and it becomes yours. I believe that every person is born with a seed of greatness. Each person somewhere, there's, a, there's greatness inside. However, most of us are so busy keeping our head above water and just doing what we normally do without hearing the voice that may be talking to you or recognizing there's an avenue for you of greatness, the things that you would really like to do if you had the choice. If you had all the money in the world, what would you do? If anybody came up to you and said, you can go, I will back you up for any entrepreneurial idea that you may have, whatever the case, what would it be? Now, in 1972, I went to a sales class for two weeks, my trainer was Phil Kemp. And on the very first day, he gave us a very simple yet uh, very, I can't say uh, profound, 
formula for success. And it was simple this, desire plus study plus action equals success. And when you think about all the things that have happened in your life, those three things take place. If you don't have the burning desire or passion to do something, if you have the passion to do something and you try and you go out and do stuff, but you didn't study the angles or take on other information, you can't have it. It takes all three of those steps. Desire plus study plus action equals success. So trying to find what is it that you would like to do? What is your seed? How would you, you discover it? Maybe you've never thought of it that way. I, I run into or I have had clients that I share that with them and uh, they kind of blink and roll their eyes at me. Okay, so I don't know your position or where you are, but here, what is it you, you have a desire to do? What is it that, that you dream about or think about when you're taking a shower? What is it when you, you're sitting at your desk, if you're working and all of a sudden your mind wanders off and you think about something you'd rather be doing or some endeavor that you'd like to, to try to work on? So I don't know what yours is. I haven't any idea. Hopefully you have an inkling of what it may be because with, without, without desire, without knowing where you want to go or having a personal goal, uh, chances are that uh, you're going to wander around in the wilderness and never find uh, that, that oasis that gives you the things that you would like to have. Think about it. Every person that you can think about has had, uh, whether it be an artist, whether it be someone, a great singer, or whatever the case may be, they discovered their seed of greatness. Whether it would be Ford or Shakespeare or uh, Edison or whoever. Let me let me take a sidestep here for a moment. In the last 25 years, it's reported that man has advanced more than he did the 2000 years prior to that. Your, your father and your grandfather have seen more changes, positive changes in the world in the last 25 years than ever before. And that's not gonna change. Historians are telling us and human resources people are saying today that the the people, the students are that are in seniors in high school or freshmen in college, by the time they get to the age of retirement, they will have had somewhere between eight to 15 different jobs, and listen to this, that hasn't been invented yet. We just landed, what, a few days ago, a rover on Mars. Uh, that was science fiction uh, 25 years ago. When I was a kid, there were Buck Rogers comic books who were flying through the internet, the, the, the universe and all the things like that. Uh, today, those things are true. If you read 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea as a youngster, 
1884, I believe. Uh, all the things about the Nautilus have come to pass. Matter of fact, the United States named its first nuclear submarine after that submarine. Uh, I'm all of a sudden went blank of who the author is, 20,000 leagues under the sea. Okay, but you get the idea. So I believe that in the next 20 years, 25 years, there's going to be more opportunity. there. If you have a crazy, what you might think is a crazy idea and it wouldn't fly, the chances are that it would fly and it would be good if it would help mankind in some way you have something to use. Think about this. I'm a, I'm a history student. And go back to hunter-gatherers when the first cave people were around, all the way up, and I'll, I'll skip most of the layers, but I want to get up to the mid-1700s when what we just ended not long ago, the Industrial Revolution started. And the Industrial Revolution was a prominent thing, development, and particularly in the United States, all the things that have happened with our growth as a nation. The Industrial Revolution was a major mover for the United States. Now, I believe that on April the 1st, 1979, I'm using that date, is when the Industrial Revolution ended and the uh, tip of the iceberg of the information, the, the okay. So the information age began when Steve Jobs and his partner was a Husky or however you say his name incorporated Apple until that happened. We had computers, but they took up three or four story buildings. There was no, no one had the image of something sitting on a desk that had the capacity of what those big buildings held and computers. And they certainly didn't have the vision at that point in time of you holding this device up and you had a computer in your hand. You can ask Google anything you want to, and it'll give you an answer just about. So the world has changed and you and I are in the midst of the very tip of the iceberg of the information age. How much information do you think that the rover on Mars is going to send back to us that we had no clue about? Was there life there or not life there? What are the microbes that are there? There's so much. Just the other day, I read the article about they were, they drilled down uh, over 1600 feet after they passed through the ice shelf in the Arctic and they discovered something and they can't explain it. They, they thought there would be nothing there at all. And they, they found this rock and now they're trying to figure out how did it get there? But they didn't expect that. They were just looking for samples of the, the sediment underneath the ice. Now, there's a whole new world. That's more information. In 1900, it took 
100 years to double in information. By 1950, they said that was 75 years. By 2000, they were talking it was 10 years. Today, they're estimating that it takes 72 hours for the information in the world to double. 72 hours for information to double. Once upon a time, there was an industry called the encyclopedia, and they had encyclopedia salespeople walking around selling encyclopedias. Do you think that business is viable today? No, I do not think it is. So, give you an example of desire and passion. There were, in the early uh, 1900s, there were two parties trying to come up with a flying machine. One was Samuel Langley. The government had hired Samuel Langley to create an airplane and had funded him with millions of dollars. He was able to hire anybody that he wanted to do that. Meanwhile, in Dayton, Ohio, there were a couple of guys that had a bicycle shop. And the bicycle shop, they had this passion for. They really were determined to come up with a flying machine. Every Any extra money they had that they made through their bicycle shop, they put it into this thing they were trying to create for flying. Langley, in December of 1903, had come up with uh, what he thought was a flying machine, and they had a catapult coming down the hill over the Potomac River, and the, had news out there, newscasters, all about going to watch this great first me mechanized flight. Well, the catapult let it go, and it went sliding down, and it got to the bottom and it shot straight up in the air. And then it turned and went straight down into the river. Now he liked to, Langley liked to die because all the wires and stuff kept him down and he finally got to the surface barely and survived. Meanwhile, December 17th, 1903 at Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, the guys from Dayton, Ohio had moved all of their stuff down there. They had a bunch of people that believed in them that they'd been working with back in Dayton and they came down to watch what was gonna happen. And they, that day probably flipped a coin. I don't know the story, whether it was Wilbur or whoever was gonna go or Orville, who was going to fly that contraption, but one of them won and he took off and he flew 103 feet on that first flight. Now, before the day ends, they have done this four more times, and the last one went 473 feet. And the Wright brothers are recognized worldwide as the people who created the mechanized air flight. Now, Langley had lots of money. He had all these people around him that were experts in something or another, but he did not have a burning desire or a passion to make it happen. These two guys with the lots of their friends from Dayton, Ohio did, and they flew on December the 17th, 1903. So what is it that you desire? What is it that you want? What are your goals? What is your purpose? What legacy would you like to leave? Where, what's your desire? 
then we can figure out study and action. But what's your desire? Where do you want to be five years from now, 10 years from now? What is your goal? Now, you have to have a goal. This, I, I, I firmly believe if you don't have a goal or a mission or a target, uh, you, there's, no, there's no energy. There's no energy involved. So you need to have a target that you're shooting for. You have to have a goal. Let me give you an example. Let's take, there's two freight ships down here in Houston. I'm in Houston, down at the harbor in Houston. And they've been loaded up with all these supplies. Okay. And there's one who has a crew and a captain and he's got all the charts and everything. And he's called the harbor master and they're helping them get out of the harbor out into the Gulf of Mexico. And they'll go down to the Panama Canal, go through the Panama Canal and they'll handle, head out to Hong Kong. Go to China with all these things made in America. Now there's another ship that had the same cargo and everything, but that ship doesn't have anybody at the helm. There's no charts, there's no weather condition, there's nothing, but there is someone that just goes up there and, and turns the machine on. And it starts up and what does it do? It bumps into other ships in the harbor, it bumps in, it finally it grounds itself and it didn't even make it out of the harbor. That's kind of like you and I. If we don't have a destination that we're clear about, if we don't know where we're going and what it's going to take, the chances of us of getting out of the harbor is slim. We will not get out of the harbor. But if we know where we want to go, if we've planned for where we want to go, we've got a map and we're having assistance from other people, crews, just like the, the Wright brothers did. They had friends and people working with them to help them get there. If you have those things, then the chances of you making it to, to whatever your goal may be is pretty good. So what do you want? What would you like to accomplish? Until we can answer that, till you can answer that, my experience and the things that I can offer um, are probably fairly limited. So what I'm trying to do with this episode is to kind of lay a little bit of a foundation and let you realize that you do have a seed of greatness. And yes, you can plant that seed, you can cultivate that seed and reap its rewards. But first you have to find what you want to do. And that's not easy. I'm saying most people don't have a clue. <laughs> uh, they roll their eyes when I say that. But what do you want to do? What would you like to accomplish? What is your mission? So over the next few episodes, like I've done today, I mean, we're just laying a little bit of a foundation. When we come back the next episode, I'm going to teach you what is known as the R2A2 formula. It's another formula, simple, but one of the things we talk about tips, how do you recognize tips? Well, you have to open up your eyes and start looking for them and try to recognize what it is. T is for technique. What kind of techniques are around you that you're going to need? Okay. What kind of ideas and inspiration do you need? 
And lastly, but not least, what principles are going to guide you to success? So I'm going to teach you the R2A2 formula because the first R stands for recognize. And what do you want to do? You want to recognize tips, techniques, ideas, and principles. And when you do, what I'd like you to do is say, that's for me. That's the first thing. So over the next few weeks, as you go through and you begin to work up your goals and you find a few ideas and some inspiration and some tips and some principles, well, just write, write them down. Now, I used to use a green pencil, a green pen for technique. I used to use blue for ideas and I use red for principles. And I, I carried the, the, the flare pens around in my pocket all the time with a little notebook or three by five cards. So anytime I would recognize something that was important to me, I would write them down. So if you choose to do that, that's a good way. That's a good way to start. So then we're gonna come back and talk about goals. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the eight guidelines for setting a motivational goal. And it's pretty simple, conceivable, believable, achievable. And we'll go into the, go into the last five. <laughs> we'll cover that today. But uh, that's a Dr. Billy Sharp, who uh, was the head of uh, a department for a company I worked with for 12 years, had a session on motivational goals and the steps for a motivational goal. And so I'll be sharing with you what Dr. Sharp taught me, the seven, the eight steps for motivational goal. I'll share that with you and you'll see. And if you follow that and you have a desire, we're, we're beginning to do a little study. And when it's a little bit later on, we're gonna get ourselves into action and where we, so that we can get to the point where we want to go. Whatever your goal may be, these things that I'm sharing with you are universal. No matter what your goal is, no matter where you are, no matter what's going on in your life, these are universal and they will work if you work, if you work them. Fred Laird once said to me, plan your work and work your plan. He was one of my first sales manager, Fred Laird. Plan your work and work your plan. So plan, come up with a destination. And maybe, you, maybe your destination is not way out there right now. Maybe it's just to the end of the month. Maybe whatever your goal is or whatever you want to do, is that's all it is. It's just to the end of the month. That be That's fine. But we're going to be establishing uh, some fundamental ideas and principles and techniques that will allow you to go as far as you want to go. You can, you can be all that you want to be by following just fundamental things that have been stood the test of time. And I'm going to be sharing with you the 40 years that I was looking for tips for success. So join us on the Raven International Media Productions for the next time when we come up with connecting to your greatness.
until that time, search for those tips to help you get where you want to go. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.